this pandemic kind of put a fuel under me that I really wanted to get in the nursing field even faster. Welcome to the Perpetual Pandemic Podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. There was a shortage of nurses before we knew anything about COVID-19. As the pandemic surged and hospitals created whole wings just for COVID patients, the demand for nurses grew. Even as cases subside and more people are vaccinated, the need for nurses remains. Nursing students, like 30-year-old Celine St. Fleury at Tallahassee Community College, already have jobs lined up, as she told me recently via Zoom. I actually graduated in May, so just about two more months. I accepted a job at TMH in the CVMS ICU. It's a cardiovascular ICU. When did you decide you wanted to pursue nursing? I got pregnant with my son, and there was like an incident that happened at a hospital, and that was kind of my deciding factor that I need to go back to nursing school because there was like a medication that was given to me, and I felt like if I would have known more, I probably would have never considered taking a medication, and that's what really, I I think I decided that day that I was going to go back to nursing school. Wow, okay. How is it being a nursing student during a pandemic? I really can't say how it is exactly because it constantly changes. I think our school has done a lot to really accommodate um, us as students, and I feel like they've probably kind of shielded us from the impact that really could have happened. I can see the positives in, uh, in being moved online. I can see where it can kind of make your clinical skills suffer, but it honestly hasn't been too bad for me. But because I was working full time, I took every single prereq online. But um, a lot of my classmates, I know that it impacted them in a big way. Yeah. Are you actually going into the hospitals now? Is that part of, aside from the virtual classes, are you hands-on in hospitals now? Yes, so we are. When the pandemic first happened, they did pull us out of clinicals. At TCC, we all were assigned in specific groups and we all go to clinicals at different times. My group ended up being lucky where we were already kind of finished with clinicals. So we didn't miss any clinicals our second semester. And then our third semester, they made the decision to go ahead and go back and open the school, like the hospitals, because at that time, TMH moved all of the COVID patients to a specific floor. So as long as we were not assigned to that floor and the ICUs, we were allowed to go back. So we are right now, I'm in my last semester and I'm waiting for preceptorship, which consists of 15, 12 hour shifts at the hospital. What are your fears about COVID being a thing and you about to embark on this career? The biggest thing is that um, I've been hearing a lot of nurses are getting burnt out. And during my second and third semester, I did work at the hospital. So I was able to see how taxing it is firsthand because like going into a, a field where it's so demanding right now, I don't want to get right into the job and then be burnt out within my first year and me not liking nursing after one or two years because I started during the pandemic. That's my biggest concern. And then like, because we, we're not really getting a lot of, well, we get most of our instruction um, in person, but we, there is some clinical aspects that are still lacking because we are not able to do everything. So I'm kind of like nervous about how I'm going to be. Like, I I feel like I'm going to be competent, but I just don't want to be 
like stigmatized because they assume that you've gotten your education online and you really don't have a lot of practice. So there's a lot that I'm, I'm fearful of. And I think it's only going to be fixed or lessened when I graduate and I actually start working. So you, I mean, did you have any second thoughts when the pandemic hit about what you were doing? Not at all. Like, like I wanted to help. I wanted to contribute, especially, I think it was because I was working in the ICU at that time and I saw the nurses and I think I had a an amazing group of nurses around me and I just wanted to be a part of that so bad so no I've never had any second thoughts if anything COVID kind of made me want to get nursing school over with and started because I think there was like one country that like there was doctors who were in the final semester and they kind of bypassed the last test and just let them go into the field immediately and I was like oh my god why can't we do that so no like I no, I've never had any second thoughts because of COVID I just really wanted to help even more Well, that's fantastic. Is there anything else you'd like to add about being a nursing student in the time of COVID? I don't feel like I received any less of an education because I was a quarantine or a COVID nursing student. I still feel like I know just as much as my peers, if not more. I just do not want the nursing students to be stigmatized or people to feel a certain type of way or they're going to need additional training because that's just not the case. Our teachers have been really, really attentive. They have like met our needs and they have gone over and beyond the call of duty to help us and for us to actually retain this information. Even if it's on Zoom, they've really opened their calendars up. And I know one, our fourth semester professor in particular, she has really dedicated her entire life to us. Just as nurses are in high demand, there's also a need for instructors. Tallahassee has several accredited nursing programs. One of them is at Tallahassee Community College, where less than 50% of the would-be nurses that applied for the spring semester were accepted. Dr. Stephanie Solomon is TCC's Dean of Healthcare Professions. We spoke via Zoom. What needs to happen for TCC to be able to accept more of those applicants? That's a good question. And I say that that is a good question because we have been um, approached by local facilities to increase um, the number of students that we enroll in in our nursing programs in hopes of producing more nurses. Our biggest challenge is finding qualified instructors to help educate uh, future nurses. Any talk about changing the criteria and broadening the scope of who would be able to teach those classes? I have not heard of any conversations related to that. Um, We are regulated by Florida statutes, which states that an instructor must have a master's degree or higher in order to teach nursing. Classroom instructors, we require a master's degree or higher. For our clinical instructors, we would like to have a master's degree of prepared nurses um, doing that as well, but we've come to realize that It's difficult to find a master's prepared nurse at bedside. And so our accrediting body is kind of loosening the reins a little, and we're allowed to employ uh, nurses with a bachelor's degree for our clinicals. So we look at clinical space, as well as the number of instructors that will be required to accompany the students who are in clinical setting. Now, in the clinical setting, we can only have eight students per instructor. So for a group of 76 students, 
I need at least eight or nine instructors to be able to accompany that one class. If I have 76 students or 78 students in every semester, then I need about nine instructors each semester. So aside from just desperately getting the word out that you need instructors, what might the Florida legislature do, do you think that could help you be able to have more instructors at TCC? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily anything that the legislature can do. We would like to have more nurses to take an interest in becoming an instructor. Being an instructor is not an easy job. If you think about a nurse employed at a hospital providing bedside care, they are assigned a set number of patients. They provide care to five, six, seven, eight patients. Well, as an instructor, when I take my students to the clinical setting, my students will have one patient each, depending on you know, their level in the program, which means that my instructor is now responsible for eight students and eight patients. And we have to you know, be there with the students with every move that they make, with everything that they do to be sure that they are practicing safely. What else have you dealt with during COVID that you wish people understood or that you really just wanna get out there? My faculty has been wonderful in staying the course and making sure that our students receive the best education that we can offer them here at TCC. Um, we had to make a quick switch from being in-person to online. And as you know, there's only so much that you can do in a virtual setting. In the lab, we usually have 12 students, but because of our need to provide social distancing and allowing time for the rooms, the labs to be clean and disinfected between use, we're now down to eight to 10 students in a group. Of course, students as well as faculty are being exposed. And you know we have to then shift gears and get everybody tested who may have been exposed. And if they're in, in the building, labs have to now transfer to what we can do online. And so the education is different. Are you feeling any frustration with, uh, not that it's anybody's fault, but just trying to do what you do every day and trying to get that education out there in a very different way? Of course, because when you are accustomed to doing anything, you know, a certain way, and then all of a sudden it is interrupted, and you have to make, you know, fast and quick changes, there's going to be some frustration. Yeah. We do still need people to enter the healthcare field. Um, don't let COVID be a deterrent to you. Please come forth and, and join those who are on the front line providing care to our community. We do have a bachelor's program in nursing here at TCC. It is all online. If enrolled full-time, you can complete that program in three semesters or five semesters if you're enrolled part-time. So hospitals need more nurses and nursing programs need more instructors and space to make that happen. How has the pandemic impacted your life? Let us know on WFSU Media's Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Thank you for joining us for the Perpetual Pandemic Podcast. For WFSU News, I'm Gina Jordan.